Adventures of Business, hosted by Taz Smith. To have the faith and the passion to leap. Literally like six months after dating, we opened up a martial arts school. Adapt, change, and positivity all the time. In this episode, I'm sitting down with Integrity Tire and Automotive Center. The owners are Jim, Walt, and Ashley. Absolutely amazing people. They have some great advice. Their story's kind of fun. Navigating this year of 2020 has been a ride for all of us, especially them. Uh, All of us in business have experienced it differently. Uh, But with them being a relatively new business, um, them all having great experience in, in the field, um, has helped them be able to navigate this uh, and stay afloat and continue to service the community. And they're they're absolutely great people, and they have a really cute dog that hangs out at the shop. So if you have any car needs, they're absolutely amazing. Plus, if you like dogs, their dog's pretty cute. So I'm, we're going to jump into this episode and let them introduce themselves. So go for it, guys. Uh, my name is Jim Gossis. I own Integrity Tire and Automotive Center, uh, 4029 Little Road, Newport Ritchie. Telephone is... 727-376-8888. I am a partner in the business with Walt Collins and my wife. We run it, all three of us together. I manage the day-to-day operations and um, the shop and employees and Walt and Ashley do everything else. That's awesome. So uh, let's go with Walt and then we'll end with Ashley. So go ahead and introduce Uh, yourself. My name is Walt Collins. I'm the Chief Financial Officer for Integrity Tire and Automotive. And uh, I work directly with my business partners, which are uh, Ashley Gatsis and Jim Gatsis. And uh, we've had the business for about a year and a half, and it's been very successful. We've uh, basically tripled our revenue during that period of time. And I'll turn it over to Ashley. My name is Ashley Gatsis, and I am the secretary of the business with my husband, Jim, and CEO, CFO, Walt Collins. <laughs> um, I just take care of the paperwork day-to-day, making sure everything runs smooth money-wise. Uh, work with Walt very closely on the banking, using QuickBooks and integrating everything so it's simple. Very cool, very cool. So this can kind of be a general question of how did you guys all get into this, right? We can kind of touch on each of you guys individually. Well, we, we can start with Walt. Okay. Because Walt is the reason that basically I'm in the position that I'm in and Ashley is in the position she's in because of me, which is directly because of him. So it's all his fault. Ah, got it. Perfect. So Walt, so how and why are, are we here? Uh, the background on the business is actually, it goes back about uh, 25 years ago, and uh, I owned a uh, group of tire and automotive centers called Top Line Tire and Auto, and uh, one of my early employees was Jim Gotsis. Jim came to work for me as uh, like an apprentice technician, became a technician, later service advisor, sales manager, general manager, operating partner. And we operated that business for about uh, 12 years. I sold the business to uh, Goodyear Tire and River Company. And uh, Jim went off on his own and uh, got into a FedEx business for many years. And at some point, about two years ago, we reunited and uh, decided that we would uh, start our own business anew, and that's Integrity Tire and Automotive. Awesome. So you kind of gave a little bit of introduction. So. Let's hear a little bit more of your story. How did you come into wanting to be an apprentice here? Well, well, I was I fresh out of school, vocational school at Marchman, right up here in cool. Port Ritchie. Um, his one of his managers 
had uh, placed an ad for a technician. I answered the ad, showed up with my tools in the back of the truck, and he thought I was a kind of, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, pretty, uh, what, I'm missing the word, so I'm tipping my tongue. Um, cocky. Ah, for there you go. showing up with tools in the back of my truck ready to go to work. And uh, he said, you know what? Come tomorrow. You can leave your tools now. Hmm. So I ended up working for Walt and then ended up, like he said, literally up the ladder, you know, just kept progressing and ended up being a managing partner with uh, Top Line. And then the opportunity for me to own my own business showed itself in 1995. Um, and I went off on that tangent for the next 23 years and sold that business off. And Walt and I were in contact on Facebook and he says, hey, what do you think about getting back in the business? I'm like, yeah, no. He's like, no, 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 not as an employee, as an owner, hmm. with a partner. I'm like, we should probably talk. So we sat down, we talked, came out with, a, came up with a business plan, and found a location, and boom, here we are. That's awesome. That's a pretty fun little story. So Ashley, I came with the package because, okay. of course, I was married <laughs> yes, to yes. Jim. Yeah. Actually, though, um, I have a bachelor's in accounting and a master's in business administration. Wow. And for the past five years prior to this, I had basically been a stay-at-home mom doing the books and stuff for the FedEx business. So when this came about, I kind of fell into the accounting slash secretary slash whatever needed to be done role, and here we are. Parts chaser. <laughs> Parts chaser. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not complaining. Some days are good, some days aren't. It's normal life. Ashley is the brains of the operation, and Jim is the heart of the operation. I'm the little toe. Okay, so you get stubbed around a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay. Don't don't let him fool you. If 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 it wasn't for Walt, this operation wouldn't be what it is today. Got it. You know, he he has years and years and years of executive experience with companies like Don Olson, Firestone, Bridgestone. Um, he knows what he's doing. He is uh, an amazing guide through this journey, and he always points us in the right direction which is why he's a partner. Got it. Very cool. So this specific business, you guys started a year and a half ago. Is that correct? April 1st, 2019. April Very Fool's cool. Day. April Fool's. So everybody thought it was a joke, huh? Right. <laughs> Joke's on everybody around us because we're taking business from them because we're that good. Mm, there you go. So uh, I guess a little bit about the business. Is there anything that you guys would say sets you apart from... <clears throat> mechanic shops around absolutely okay there's there's a number of things first things first is our name and we live up to it we don't sell things that people don't need we actually will test a part before we condemn it to make sure that that's what failed and that's what caused the issue before we go to a customer and say we think this is what's wrong with your car and if we fix it then great if not then we'll have to keep looking no and we'll still have to keep paying you money right exactly exactly so it saves customers a lot of money um we have a stellar reputation because we put the customer first, always. That car that comes into the shop, what if it was mine? How would I go about this job? And when it leaves the shop, would I put my family in it? So that's the view that we take. Every one of my guys is the very best at what they do. They're hand-picked. We have had zero turnover. Which is awesome. I'm sure in the industry there's a ton of turnover. There's a ton of turnover. We've had zero. My core guys are all still here from day one. Uh, we've added, you know, of course we had mm -hmm. to as we grew. You know, we started with 
you know, very minimal car count, and now we, you know, we're booked out a week ahead. But the the main thing is that we we actually have integrity, and we stand behind that. We stand behind our our work. Our people stand behind it, and customers keep coming back, and they tell everybody they know, which is awesome. Yeah, that's like the best type of business. It is. It is. Our reviews are stellar. Good. And, you know, our reputation around here is second to none. We I I would say. On a daily basis, I get at least one person that comes in and says, my neighbor comes here and they told me I needed to come see you. Mm. Yeah, you can't beat that recommendation. I'll, I'll take that all day long. Yes. Google and Facebook are good, but when someone says, my car's broken down, I say, you got to go to integrity. Everybody wants to know a guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I know a guy that does this. I know a guy that does that. So when your neighbor asks you and I'm the guy that they give you, that makes me really happy. Yeah. Which is awesome. That's a good place to be, and that means that you guys got a good rep- reputation. So, um, with that, you know, the name being Integrity, Integrity Auto. Tire and Automotive Center. Tire and Automotive Center. Um, what type of challenge do you guys face? Being a, a year and a half old, right? You're still fairly new business. You guys have a ton of experience in the business. It's not, it's hard to call it a new business because you've been in, right. you know, working with cars and in the car business for a while. Uh, but this adventure, right? What challenge do you face? You know, the name, was it hard getting people to actually trust well, that you're... you know, when we put that sign up and it says integrity out there in an area where we're brand new and nobody knows us, the challenge was to get people to understand that that's how we do business, to get the word out there. So it, it's baby steps. You know, when we first started, we, we had, what, maybe a two or three car a day average when we opened up. You know, those two or three people that we took very good care of went and told one person. And then so, they came in, and then we took care of them the same way, and they went and told one person. Yeah. So it, it just multiplies. It's kind of like multi-level marketing, Yeah. but without the risk. Sure, yeah. <laughs> so to put it in perspective, what's like a, a regular good day that you'd hope for? Right? You say two to three cars was like a slow we, day. We run 10 to 15 cars through here a day. So you are at less than a quarter of what you were hoping to be at, really. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we're not done yet. We're not done growing. Exactly. I mean, I, you can see these are resumes here. I have a guy interviewing tonight when he gets off work from his other job, and he's going to come in here. and Very if awesome. If he, says what he, if he is what he says he is, then he's going to have a job, and we're going to add to our crew, and we're going to grow some more. Which is fantastic, especially in a time where people are losing jobs and you know struggling financially well if you think about it you know people are losing jobs people are struggling but when they come here Mm -hmm. they get a fair deal and they're not getting something sold to them that they don't need yeah so they're not spending additional money so they get to keep that money and feed their families with it exactly so they need their car to get around right right. i listen i'm here to make money and a lot more people are fixing their cars and buying new ones nowadays that's true but i'm here to make money i don't need to get rich off every car Mm mm-hmm I'm not here to get rich. I'm here to support my family. I'm here to take care of my customers, make sure that they get a good deal on whatever repairs or tires that they need and only what they need. Yeah. So it works out beneficial for both of us. Which is awesome. The, the referrals are is very key, especially starting out. If you can get a couple cars in here and get those people referring, that's, that's a big revenue boost right there. Walt, starting out, you know, being a partner here, what were some challenges that you saw that you kind of... 
Uh, building the business. When okay. Jim had worked with me previously with Top Line Tire and Auto, we had uh, started with one store, and over a period of 10 years, we built it from uh, one store to where we were servicing over 100,000 vehicles a year. Wow. And doing over $10 million a year. So this is like a baby step starting all over again uh, many years later. But it's grown, you know, and it will continue to grow because we uh, provide quality service fair prices and uh, Jim and his staff do a great job and people love that. Got it. Ashley, any challenges starting out for you? Were you on board from day one? I was oh, I was okay. absolutely on board from day one. Um, you know, I went through the process of helping find the location and, you know, deciding how many people were going to start with, what we were going to do. Um, my biggest challenge was getting the accounting to where everybody understood what we were doing with it and how it was being used. And that's where I pushed and begged and pleaded for QuickBooks. There you go, QuickBooks is important. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, and it also integrates with my point of sale system. So Got it. Makes her life easy, makes his life easy. To me, it seems like a whole lot of extra steps to get from A to B, but I'm not an accountant. That's her job, yep. I let her do it. Yeah, exactly. So that's a big, that's a big, uh, not a challenge, but that's a big solution to a challenge that you guys. Correct. You Correct. found starting out, you know, the accounting side needs to be. You know, needs to be done before you start. It needs to be done before you start. <laughs> and, and the more automated, the more systems you can have in place, the, the lower cost it brings the customer, too. If, exactly. If you're spending 10 hours to do the accountant versus two, yep. that increases the cost of a business. So. Right. Very much so. Um, so. When starting out, you guys had the couple cars coming in, and it was really referral based. Was there anything you else you did else that helped accelerate getting to where we are now? Uh, yeah, we we did uh, social media. And of course, you know, none of us are you know fifteen and completely social media literate. Yeah, you didn't start when you were two years old on Facebook. Right, right. <laughs> you know, we're we're. Uh, we're 80s kids, except for him. You know, he's 1920s kid. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, you know, we had to embrace the technology. Um, and we looked at some other business models out there. He has a very good friend, Garen Angel, who built his entire business on social media, Magic Butter. Magical Butter. Um, never paid a penny for advertising. So... We tried to look at that and see how we could make that work for us. Um, we started out with, you know, the everybody's got a Facebook page mm -hmm. for their business, and and you know, I kind of worked my way through it, and then you know, my 15-year-old daughter, who was then 14, says, "You know, Dad, let me help you." Ah. So actually, she said, "You know, Dad, you really need help." Yeah, well, <laughs> she did. She did. So she showed me like a million ways to get through and, you know, to post and schedule and blah, 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 and how to make Facebook actually work. And then, you know, share it into certain groups like the hub. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when I make a post, um, well, like my, my Veterans Day post, I, you know, shared it to the hub. I mean, we've gotten, you know, a pile of likes and, and things like that, that you know, we had no clue. So we started a brand new business. Um, with very few dollars, really, that we had put into the business compared to what most people do, and we um, had to have advertising that kind of met that budget, and sure. social media works if you know how to use it. 
between Facebook, Instagram. Um, I built a Google page. I built a Yelp page, you know, so on and so on. And all this stuff I had no idea how to do, but thank you, Haley, my daughter. Mm. You know, she's like, no, no, Dad, that's easy. You just got to do this, this, this. And, and she took it by the reins, and she actually stepped in and started really putting some cool posts up. Yeah. We actually have a shop dog, which is our uh, mascot now, ah. Casper, and the customers love him. Which is awesome. And the post, you know, when you see a post with a dog in it, it's, oh, i got to see what that post says. Better. Right, and I, we literally have customers come by, walk in. I don't need my car fixed. I just brought Casper a treat. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, Casper was a great addition to our our uh, advertising budget because he works for Biscuits. There you go. That's And uh, people love him. He's got his own Facebook page, Casper Lee at Integrity. And there you go. Haley puts all kinds of pictures of him up there. And then, he, you know, we've got pictures of him doing stuff around the shop because, you know, he actually mm-hmm. works here. There you, you know? go. He greets, a- he greets customers, and they all love him. And, you know, he has a great time. He hangs out here most days, but today's a rainy day so we'll just leave him at home sleeping and yeah. for those customers that come to the door and don't like him we pull him in the office put him in and the we office let him he in. comes in here and lays down and not he's a like, problem he, he gets kind of aggravated you know because he, he wants can't to believe, be out of the center he can't, of can't believe somebody doesn't want to come pet him yeah exactly but you know he gets over it yeah he can come help with the accounting right yeah eat the papers yeah <laughs> dog ate my homework huh yeah, that's you know, he's it. a boxer so he, he gets into everything and he's a pup he's only a year and a half yeah. So. So, is there anything specific with social media that dramatically helped, or just getting active and trying to post? Well, just just getting active, and then you know, actually trying to get back to my my childhood creative, mm. you know, uh, brain, and get that out of there, and get that onto a post to where you know somebody comes across it, it's going to grab their eye, and then they're going to want to read it, and they go, oh, okay, integrity, make a note of that, or like the page, or whatever, you know, and and. Um, we've built a, quite a following. You know, we, we really have only probably in the last three or four months been like really hammering the page and, mm-hmm. and getting it up to snuff. We have like almost 1,300 people following us. Which is awesome. Yeah. And that's on Facebook? Yeah. And, it's, and it's growing. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I would say social media was uh, by far uh, the easiest and best uh, boost that this that we used to build a business which is great and it's it's relatively free right, right. it's a free platform you there are ways to spend money on it you can sure. spend money on ads or you know have someone come in and help make stuff for the business and things right. but it's a free platform that's accessible to anybody who has right. an internet connection i mean right. if you're starting a business you probably should have an internet connection always a good thing to have yeah, yeah. <laughs> um was there anything else that, uh, when you guys were starting out, that you implemented that radically helped grow the business? I think you ought to talk about the car shows a little bit. That's oh. really been beneficial. Yeah. Um, so I'm in the the hot rod scene. Okay. Um, you know, I've got tons and tons of friends who have hot rods. I've got a hot rod, and I mean, like stupid hot rods, like that black car sitting. If you look out there right now, there's okay. a 69 Camaro Z28, and there's oh, uh, on the left know, too. Yeah, various. Uh, there's a little 89 uh, Chevy S- S10 pickup down there with a small block <laughs> yeah. in it, and my turbo Buick right there. At uh, one time, there was 
a hot rod in every and every one of day those I have bags. a picture of it. There was a hot rod in oh, every. I'm bag. sure that just makes you like full of joy inside. Yeah. To see that oh yeah. <laughs> so so we do uh, car meets, classic and and uh, custom and hot rod car meets here. Uh, most all every month except for November December we do two a month. November December we do one a month. Like ours is coming up November 14th this Saturday. And then this Saturday, we're also doing, along with the Carmi, we're doing a uh, uh, non-perishable food drive. Very cool. For a local church pantry. So all the hot rodders will come in, they'll bring stuff, we'll load up my wife's truck, and then we'll carry it over there on Sunday and uh, feed a bunch of families and do a little good in the neighborhood. Yeah, that's awesome. And give back to the community. So in doing that, that is actually growing tremendously, uh, especially in the era of COVID, when nobody wants to go out and do anything and be around a bunch of people. These guys, you know, got $100,000 cars sitting in their garage collecting dust. They want to get them out. They want to drive them. I mean, that's that's what they do. Yeah. So they come up here. They park out in the parking lot. I got a hot dog vendor out here. Um, they hang out. They shoot the breeze. People looking at their cars. They look at other people's cars. It's a great time. We do it for three hours, and then everybody goes home. Yeah. And during the course of that, those three hours, somebody's going to come up to me and say, hey, I need tires for the hot rod, or I need alignment on the hot rod, or can you get it this in and look at the brakes or whatever. So mm-hmm. we've gained a lot of business that way too. Um, and those communities are very tight knit. Uh, Gulfside Corvette Club, a lot of guys come up here and they have other cars other than Corvettes. A lot of guys bring their Corvettes, a lot of guys bring you know their other cars. Um, and they're very tight knit, but they're a very big club. So we're gaining a lot of business from them because they trust us with these older cars and these custom cars because we do it right. We have the experience with these older cars because I'm no spring chicken and neither is my, my lead technician. We've been around a bit. Yeah. Um, we have the experience. We know what to do. We can, you know, we can build these cars from scratch. We, we can fabricate. We can do whatever we need to do and get these cars back to where the customer is happy with them again because that's their pride and joy. So we get a lot of those. And if you go to our Facebook page and go through the pictures, you'll see tons of them mm. you know, in the shop in various stages of repair. And it's, it's recurring. And I would much rather work on those than a Toyota, but I have no problem working on a Toyota <laughs> either because you know, cars are cars, but you know, hot rods are just more fun to, to work on. Yeah, I get you. So I the people you. that have uh, investments of 100 or $150,000 in their vehicle, uh, Jim and his staff have earned the trust of these people. They they won't take it just anywhere to get yeah. it repaired, and they do ten and fifteen thousand dollar repairs. So while the shops down the street, the Tires Plus and I'll call them the retail stores, are doing their hundred dollar ticket average on you know low end, not necessarily low end, but just average vehicles. A lot of our business is coming from people that uh, have a huge investment, and they trust us, which is amazing, right? Those are the people that talk. Right, right. So and those, and those people have normal cars too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How did you start getting into that? Because you say it's pretty niche. Were you already involved in that? Because you had a hot rod before. Well, I've I've been into cars my whole life, which is why probably I'm in this business again. Um, I've always been into hot rods and NHRA drag racing, um, horsepower and speed. You know, um, so for me, I've always had some kind of toy. You know. Um, and then, of course, when you have a toy, somebody else that has a toy goes, wow, that's pretty nice. And you start talking, and you become friends. And then, you know, then your, your circle of, of hot rod buddies grows. Um, 
and I have quite a circle of hot rod buddies. And there's there's not an idiot in the bunch. They're all very smart people. Uh, they all have very cool cars, and they're all very successful, which is why they have a car like that as a toy. You know, when you you invest, when you have the type of money to invest in a hot rod, you obviously can't be an idiot. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You you, you had to be successful at some point in your life, or still are, in order to, you know, have a toy like that. And uh, then, of course, you know, a lot of these people have businesses that directly correlate to my business where we'll work back and forth. I have a very good friend, Patrick Meir, who has CNC machines, so he does a lot of my fabrication when I need a custom part made. Mm. I'll call him up, go over there, this is exactly what I need, no problem, he'll make it for me. Any of his vehicles or anybody he knows, regular vehicles and or hot rods, he sends them here. That's awesome. So, you know, it, it works all the way around. It's like a networking within a network, if, if that makes sure. sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and you're, you're referring business to one another. Which exactly. Is, it goes both ways, right? Right. So that's very, it's very good to have those relationships built. Did, those, did, those, did you kind of have those before starting the business, or those come after the fact? You, you needed somebody to make a part, so then you went and some found Some before uh, and some after. Some before and some after. I'd say a good 50-50 split. You know, as we've been in business and people stop by, you know, um, like Race Ready Transmissions, we do a lot of business with them up in Port Ritchie. Uh, turns out the guy that owns Race Ready Transmissions and I actually went to vocational school together at Marchmont. There you go. We've known each other for 30 years, haven't seen each other in 28 years. Hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and we run into each other at one of my car shows. Wow! And so now we work back and forth. You know, he, he takes care of stuff for me. I take care of stuff for him. You know, he's got a hot rod he's building up there, and he needs tires for it. He calls me up. Hey, I need these tires. No problem. I'll have them here tomorrow. Yeah. You know, hey, I got a vehicle here. The transmission fluid's burnt, smoked. Transmission's not going into gear. Yeah. Okay, no problem. Get it up here. We'll rebuild it. Crazy. You know, so. Yeah, and and those relationships, of course, will build over time and expand to more and more people because, mm-hmm. you know, again, everybody wants to know a guy, right? Yep. So somebody asks Tim, "Hey, where do I get tires from?" Well, I know a guy. Go see Jim. Somebody calls me up. Hey, I want to get my transmission built. Well, I know a guy. Go see Tim at Race Ready. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I need a specific tool made, and nobody has it. Uh, okay, well, go see Pat. I know a guy. Yeah. You know, so it, it it builds everybody's business, and now you've got a circle of trustworthy people that you know you can count on. Yeah. And then business just has to exponentially grow from there. Well, yeah, and once you have those relationships and those things in place, it lets you be able to run your business more efficiently. Yeah, with a lot less stress. Where do yep. I get this from? Where mm-hmm. do I get that from? Guess what? I know a guy. Yep, exactly. So, Walt, are you into uh, hot rods and no, cars? not at all. Okay. <laughs> yeah, actually, I am. I, am. Okay. I was just okay. going to say he has a, a very unique vehicle himself that really? he drives. It's on not a quite daily a hot basis. rod; it's more of a sports car, but okay. it's very cool. Got it. What are you driving around? Uh, I drive an NSX. Okay. So, yeah, I am. I'm. Wait, 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 wait. He drives a Honda NSX, not an Acura right-hand NSX. Drive. It is right-hand drive, imported directly from Japan. Everything <laughs> on the car is in Japanese. <laughs> And it was you one, can't get it parts was, for it. And it was one of the first three imported to the, the United States. I was just going to say how many are in the United States. There's a bunch now, but okay. it was one of the first three. So, so you're pretty much in the community, huh? Yeah, I am. Uh, a little He's, different. I'm more. I'm more into like mid-engine sports cars, things like that. Like okay. I've had Lotuses and Ferraris in the past. 
Jim is more into the uh, what I would call the uh, 60s through 80s muscles cars, okay. big blocks, uh, that type of thing, and so forth. But uh, you know, it merges together. I mean, I'm, we're both car lovers. Yeah. So. So is that in the mindset when you guys started uh, Integrity to try to? get in with more of the classic car. car Probably lovers. more in it was Jim's in mindset. mindset. It was okay. in Jim's mindset. Okay. Yeah. But he didn't fight me on yeah, it. He's, no, like, no, no, he's no. like, what a great idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, I mean, and it really is. A lot of people go after, like, I mean, not that you guys don't service the everyday car. Oh, we do. But not a lot of shops try to specialize in the, the higher end. They're afraid of They're afraid well, of yeah. So you got to think about what you're doing. In today's <laughs> day and age, most cars, you can plug into them, and they're pretty much going to lead you down a path to tell you what's wrong with them mm -hmm. and how to fix them. So, that 1969 Camaro we got sitting out there on the lift, it's not going to tell you anything. You have to listen to it and let it talk to you to tell you what's wrong with it. And we literally have customers come in here, stand at my counter and say, do you work on cars with carburetors? Well, of course we do. Well, the shop down the road said they won't touch it. Interesting. Okay, well, you came to the right place then. Yeah. So and we won't turn any car away. We, we, we've had challenges in here, and we've figured them out. There, we, there's nothing we can't figure out. I have, yep. a, I have yep. a fantastic information system. Um, I have the Internet. Sure, yeah. You know, so when we get into a situation with, with a vehicle um, that, well, like some Mercedes-Benz, they, they give you um, an overview when you plug into them instead of saying you know this part has failed or they give you an overview so I can go to my information system and say okay this is what I have and then I can follow the flow chart from there and I can test and find my way through it even though I've never been down that path before my information system is so good that it allows me to go down that path successfully that's good so very important stuff to have along with power yeah, power's <laughs> flickering now, huh? <laughs> well then. It does that when we get storms. Um, so yeah, very important to have a good information system, especially in this business. Um, there's a bunch of information systems out there. I researched a bunch of them before I made the call on what we have, talked to people that actually use it, um, and that's what we ended up with, uh, Mitchell On Demand. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. So. When starting out, I mean, this can be in in your business adventure from the beginning. It doesn't have to necessarily be this business specifically, but was there anybody that was influential or kind of helped guide you along the way of starting? That guy right there. Okay, well, okay. <laughs> but now he can tell you stories about his. Mentors. Yeah, mine would be Don Olson. Don Olson's former president of Firestone Tire and Rubber Company. and. He started a store in Clearwater, Florida, which was Donaldson Firestone, and uh, it is now Tires Plus, which is the largest retail chain in the United States. And I started with them when they had one store. They've got over 2,800 now. Wow. So he was uh, definitely my mentor, and I used a lot of what I learned from him to try to share with uh, Jim and other employees. And uh, Jim just kind of, like, you know, was like the cream of the crop. He rose above most of the others. and. Uh, you know, the rest is history. I know. <laughs> Don't let your head get too big right, over there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, need, I, need, I need some duct tape to reel it down. Yeah, he's not always right about everything, but you know, he believes he is. That's, and right. that's important too. Yeah, I got to put him in his place a little, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. I thought I was wrong once, but I was mistaken. <laughs> uh, Ashley does that, actually. <laughs> 
Ashley will put him in his place if necessary. But okay. I try to do it nicely just because I'm his wife doesn't mean I can't be nice about <laughs> Listen, it. After 21 years, she doesn't have to tell me nicely. <laughs> it's it, one of the challenges I think about our business is working with your significant mm. other. I think that's the toughest challenge, but we've made it work. Um, you know, we have to step outside and say, okay, we're business here and we're home here. Yep. So that it, is a challenge. It sometimes becomes a challenge, especially during COVID when you've got kids and their virtual school and, you know, you're running a business and now you've got, you know, you're sitting at my daughter's desk where she does her schoolwork. If you can look on the wall, you'll see her schedule oh, yeah. and stuff. <laughs> so my eight-year-old daughter. I thought those were Ashley's. Right. Uh, no. <laughs> no. So oh, no, she's not that talented. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, Ashley's not, not in Mrs. Spafford's third grade glass. It's more, it's more the spreadsheets uh, <laughs> and stuff, right? That's yeah. So that can be a challenge because now you've got home and work intermingled mm -hmm. and, and very tightly but we do make it work. You know, when Sedona's here, she knows what she's got to do. She gets online, she does her schoolwork. And then when she's got breaks in between, she goes and sits out in the showroom and turns on the TV or plays on her smartphone or whatever. Or talks to the customers. Or talks to the customers. Ah, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> customers love her, love her. And you know, she'll be just having a conversation and she'll be like, you know my dad owns this place, right? And I'm like, you know you're eight, right? <laughs> yeah. So here's the fun question, which is, if you guys were starting today, what would you do different or, you know, some advice for people starting? What, what would you, this could be very specific to your guys' industry or it could be more general business. I would say, first things first, if you're just going to start out in this business, you better have some experience somewhere along the line or have people who are experienced um, and people that are good at what they do. Uh, second, I would say have a very good business plan and a well thought out business plan. Take your time. Right. Don't rush into anything. Right. And Don't be in a hurry. When you have the business plan, understand that what you have written down in a business plan is not written in concrete. You can change and adjust as you go, um, but let it be a guide and kind of stick to your guide. Um, but yeah, the biggest thing is, is experienced people knowledgeable people surround yourself with people who can do the job when you're not there become dispensable yeah that's good that's good advice become dispensable a lot of people build a lot of people end up building jobs not businesses right. and that's right. that's hard especially if you're like a service in the service industry and you can provide that service you're like well I can just do it but as a business owner you've got to become well, at, the, at, at this point, yes, I am self-employed, but mm -hmm. eventually I will get to the point where I'm a business owner, and there's a, a stark difference between the two. Definitely. Um, once I'm able to step away, once we built this business up enough to where yeah. the budget will support me paying somebody to do what I do mm -hmm. and, and still run in the black, then I step away, we work on location number two, we get that moving and so exactly. on and so on. You know, we're looking to expand, that's that's the grand plan. We want five stores in five years. Whether, whether we attain that goal or not is anybody's guess, but it is the goal. Yeah. And we might have three in five years. We Which might only have two in five, five years. Right. But but there is that goal of expansion um, and getting our business model out in front of more people to save more people money and get more people better quality service. 
So that's the main thing is business plan and experience people and make yourself dispensable. End of story. Anything to add to that? No. <laughs> you like all those things, huh? That sounds good. Very good. Well, I think that those are, uh, I think that's very helpful information for people wanting to start a business because uh, I do find that, I, I find in my own my own business and everything that I'm doing, which is, you know, what happens if I was to get in a car wreck and not be able to, you know, work for three weeks? Is there systems, is there people in place that will be able to make sure that projects are worked on and things continue to go? You know, if that's not the case, then I probably need to build a process or system to handle that. Exactly. Um, and that's the difference between having a job and owning a business. Right. So, yeah, that's awesome advice. Um, so, once again, at the end of this, I normally give you guys a chance to uh, tell everybody where you're at again. And uh, if there's uh, anything you wanted to, you know, call you or email you, the best way to get in contact with you, basically. Uh, so, we're located at 4029 Little Road. Uh, Newport Ritchie, 34655. We're on the corner of Old 54 and Little. Not 54, but Old 54, a mile north of 54. Uh, easiest way to reach us is 727-376-8888. We're open Monday through Friday from 7 to 6, Saturday 7 to 5. And not open on holidays. Beautiful. Thanks so much for the time. It was great talking. Yeah, we appreciate it. This podcast is brought to you by TazSmithPhotoVideo.com, helping you connect with your customers and grow your business through photo and video.